So how long can a guest stay at your home without overstaying their welcome? Like, what's the longest amount of time? This is the Colleen and Bradley show. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and Holly are both off. Eric Perkins is here. Hi. Hello. And Mike is here keeping us on the air. And the question we're asking is, how long can a guest stay at your home without overstaying their welcome? 651-641-1071. I think this is a multidimensional question that can't just be blanketed. I need a little bit more parameter <laughs> around it. But, I, but, I, but I, I'll say this. Like, if it's family, I might think differently, right? Sure. If it's, like, close family, yeah. maybe that's another number. I and, Or if it's a situation, like, where you're trying to, someone's down on their luck and you're trying to help them out for a while. That's yeah. a whole other scenario, right? But I think just strictly, I'm thinking house guests uh-huh. visiting from out of town, like, maybe just friends of the family kind of situations, uh wow or even family maybe perhaps i i think that like I, and maybe i'm more lenient than you but i i would go like two nights oh that is interesting i am gonna tell you you are in the minority with that answer oh isn't that fascinating would you like to know what the majority of like, people like, said like come on a friday stay over friday night Saturday night, maybe sure. head home on Sunday. That would, I would I would be comfortable with that. That's how I feel too, actually. Sure. But you'd be surprised maybe to know four nights is the baseline. Like that is what oh. the majority of people surveyed said four nights would be. That's about as much as you could push mm-hmm. without overstaying your welcome. Four nights. Okay, because now I'm like, but like, okay. Because, like, when I go down to see my mom, I can right. stay with, I uh, like, uh, oftentimes we'll stay with her for, like, four or five nights. And now I'm, like, thinking, oh, gosh, am I overstepping? Because I'm I staying two like nights. That's family. To me, that feels like a different situation. Because you're, uh, because you're, it's not just staying there and crashing right. there. You're entertaining them in, yeah. a, in a lot of ways, right? Right. And, and, and you're, you're maybe even going out with them and setting up itineraries of fun things to do. And you're like, and you're feeding them. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're drinking them. Yes, you're drinking them. <laughs> you are drinking them. Uh, if you're drinking them, that might be a problem. But I will just say, four nights to me seems like too much. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Let's go to the phones. We have a ton of people okay, on the okay. line. Yeah, this is this is a hot topic. I know. Well, especially because like Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So like you know yeah. you've got family coming into town. If they're staying, not family. I mean, yes, family, but also friends, whomever. If they're staying in your house, how long before people are really overstaying their welcome? Let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. Okay, Mary, so, how long can a guest um, stay at your house? Minnesota to Charleston. Yes. South Carolina. I have had everyone and their brother show up, and it's like, we're staying with you, we're staying with you. And you know what? I love my kids. I love my mom. They are fine. But everyone else, two days. Oh. Two days. See, you're like we are. We think two days is like that's enough. Uh, But but, like get out. Do you? But do you? You suspend that for family, right? Like family can stay, or everybody. Bingo. Okay. And I, you know, again, I love my kids. I love my mom. So it's like we stock the fridge, etc. But 
friends coming from Arizona, my aunt from Florida. It's like, uh, really, yeah. people? Mary, thank you for your call. So, yeah, I get that, right? Like two days feels like that's good. We're good. I feel like that's more than gracious. I do, too. Yeah. Two nights. We're good. OK, let's go to Carla. We've got Carla on the line. Carla, how long can guests stay at your home without overstaying their welcome? Well, I'm in Texas and I beg people to come visit. Aww. So um from Minnesota and if they're friends they can stay two weeks for all I care um if they if I don't really know them well yeah a couple nights okay okay Carla thank you for your call I just want to point out we just had two callers in a row who live in warmer locations and so if you're looking for somewhere to stay I would actually go to uh, Carla's because she will let you stay longer. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so if you're on your way to Texas. Yeah, head to Texas or South Carolina, you're good to go. She to know you well and you can stay yeah, for a couple she nights. Said she could say, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I feel like in a couple nights you could get to know each other and then you might be able to, you know, get a little longer stay. Let's go to Jack. <laughs> Hi, Jack. Jack, how long, uh, how long can guests stick around before they are overstaying their welcome? Well, you know, I have issues, so let me just say this. I never owned a home because I never wanted to entertain guests in my own home. When I go to visit people, I always get a hotel. So I don't want any guests, and I don't plan to be a guest. That's I hate to say it, but that's the truth. You know what? I think that that is a very fair thing to say. And like it's, if- a, it's a unique perspective because, like, uh, you, you have to think about that too, because like there, from a host's perspective, it's just like okay, enough is enough. Right. But 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 don't you? Shouldn't there be cues as a as a as the actual guest who's staying? Right. Like, uh, you know what? I feel kind of guilty that I've been kind of you know this is putting them out for three days now or whatever. And I just right. Well, that's uh, thank you by the way, Jack, yeah. for your call. I do feel like what Jack just hit on that I think is so interesting. Exactly what you said. I think a good cue for yourself is like, would I feel uncomfortable having somebody in my space for this amount of time? Hmm. And if you've got a low tolerance like Jack does, you know, then you kind of know, like, I don't want to stick around too long for somebody else. But some people have a higher tolerance. I know. But if Carla from Texas is allowing them to stay for two weeks, if I'm bringing Carla from Texas up here to Minnesota, am is she expecting to stay two weeks? <laughs> Here's what you know, though, is that in Minnesota, we are very good at being passive aggressive. Mm. So one way you can tell people to leave is just if you pat both legs at the same time <laughs> and then go, well, <laughs> that's a good cue. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Let's go to Anne. Anne is on the line. Hi, Anne. Anne, how long can guests stick around before they overstay their welcome? Guests are like fresh fish. They stink after three days. <laughs> <laughs> they stink after three days. Okay. I like that, Anne. You're kind of like right in the middle of that two days and four days. Uh, and uh, that three-day fish rule. Yep. yep. That's what we'll call it. Anne's three-day fish rule. Thank yep. you, Anne. And let's let Billy have the final word on this. Hey, Billy, how long can a guest stick around before they're overstaying their welcome? Hi, Billy. Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, I just basically, I don't really like having guests, so I say about 20 minutes, and then uh, 30 if they bring wine. 
thank you for your call. <laughs> Have a great day. 20 minutes. Yeah, I like that. Also, if you haven't announced that you're stopping by, you're not getting in the house. You have to announce. Don't you feel like that? Yeah. I just, I have always been fascinated. Have you ever done that where it's just, I just thought I was in the neighborhood. I thought I'd stop by. I've never done that. Without a text? But people do that. Like, I've had people do that to me before, and I'm like, you have no idea, like, what I'm getting up to in my house space. Like, there are days, if I don't have much going on, I might still be, like, not presentable. Like, definitely in pajamas that I don't want anybody seeing me in. Mm-hmm. Right? And just padding around the house. I'm not expecting somebody just dropping in to say hi. Make a call first. Make Even a call. if you're, like, two blocks away. Hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Give us a heads up. Or, or, yeah. or, or worse case scenario, you're, you're going to get a double thigh tap from Colleen, yeah. and that's just going to be your cue. Welp. That's, well, uh, there we that'll go. I'll do it. And we're done. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I, I read this story yesterday. I'm fascinated by Martha Stewart's friendship with the Kardashians. And I want to tell you a story about a time that she visited the Kardashian compound and what Martha Stewart found during that visit Mm. that sounds like a fever dream. So I'm going to share with you Martha Stewart's visit to the Kardashian compound as interpreted by Colleen Lindstrom after this on my talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer and Holly Roberts are off. I've got Eric Perkins here filling in. I just tagged you on Insta. Yes. Oh my gosh. You are so, you're like very good with the social media. Insta. I forget about it all the time. And you even like say it fancy like the kids (laughs) do. (laughs) Because I have kids. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Mike is here keeping us on the air. We were just talking in the break about, I have a 16 year old who has his, he's a freshly minted driver. And he does the thing that we all did when we were 16. By the way, same. Right? And like. Does your kid also go out on just car? Just like, I'm going to go drive. Does he do that? There's usually like us. Uh, I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to this, you know, speedway or uh-huh. holiday or whatever it is. Right. Or yeah, whatever. whatever. Quick mark. Yeah. <laughs> My kid just Quick goes trip. out driving. He's like, I'm just going to aimlessly go. And I'm like, I used to do that, too. You know, when I was young and. I think I didn't realize the heart attack I was giving my parents whenever I did that. And think about that. Think about that back in the day when you were just learning to do it. They didn't have like what we have now with these GPS trackers and these Life 360s and all this stuff. Like, right? No. So I have this thing where I just like, I'll go look on my, find my iPhone, you know, and as long as he's moving, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, we're good. Hey, oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Guess what? Guess what? Speaking of having kids. It's time to be real, everybody. Oh, you just got a be real notification? Okay, so this okay. is, okay, guess smile. Yeah, like, look. Okay, ready? There we go. Okay, so if you don't know what be real is, be real is this social media where it takes, it, it goes off at some time. And once a day. Once a day, and and everybody takes a picture at that time. But the picture takes from the front of your camera and the back of your camera. So it's a selfie and then whatever you're looking at. Yeah. And the goal is to try to get it up within two minutes of the be real going off or whatever. And then you see what everybody's up to. But you can't like filter it or judge it. And it's just like stupid fun. But it's the 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 forward facing photo yeah. is taken like two seconds after the selfie mode. That's photo. true. That's true. That took me a minute to learn. Uh-huh. So we have like a lot of bad photos. 
But but it is it's a fun little thing. So I I think I just posted late, but everybody be real. It's time to be real. It's time to be real. Um, it's also time for me to share this bizarre story about Martha Stewart and the Kardashians. So oh, okay, there's I'm going to tell you the first part of the story, and it's just like kind of to be expected. But I have a question about it, okay. and then we're going to get to the second part of the story, which is you're going to wonder if you're having a fever dream. Okay. (laughs) So here's how it goes. So Martha Stewart was on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon last week. And she told this story about going over for lunch at the Kardashians home. Now the Kardashians specifically Khloe Kardashian and Kris Jenner, Mm -hmm. they like live on property that's adjacent and they like share like a, it's like a compound and it's, as you can imagine, ginormous. So Martha Stewart goes over there for lunch, and um, this is what she says. She says, they have very nice houses. That's a compliment from Martha Stewart. Many rooms, like 150 Hermes pocketbooks in a closet. Okay. Wow. What? I've got a question about that. Okay. But she said that, so then Jimmy Fallon asked Martha if she got to snoop around, which is how she would know that they've got 150 Hermes pocketbooks in a closet. And Martha Stewart said, yeah, I got to go into every closet, every refrigerator, into basements, everywhere. She said, we had such a good time. It was a very nice house tour. Which leads me to my first question. If somebody comes over to your house and you give a house tour, are you doing the closets in the basement and the refrigerators? H-E double hockey six, no. (laughs) Right? No. Like, I might not even do, I might just, I'm like first floor in it. We're just like... Yeah. I'm not taking you up to the sleeping floor. <laughs> I don't even do that. We don't go down to the basement. I'm not like, here's where I do my laundry. It's like a... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Living room, dining room, kitchen. Here's where you use the restroom. <laughs> like we even and have this one room on, watch the, TV. on the main floor that's like, oh, no, no, don't, don't go in there. Right. No, 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 no. The catch-all. <laughs> like we're like, no, that, that's not for public viewing. Right. Or or just, or if the doors are closed, right, right they're closed. Yeah. You're not uh, getting behind that thing. They're closed thing. for a reason. That's, we keep things in there that you can't know about. Right. We took all the stuff that was like, you know, in the, in the course of living our lives. Right. And jammed it in there so you could... 
you could get a more house friendly tour. Which is precisely why you are you do not get to open drawers. Mm-hmm. There is none of that. There's no you don't open closets. That's where all the junk is. Yeah. Like that's where we put our life. Because we wanted to make it look like we're not that we don't live here. <laughs> that's that's always my thing is like when people come over, it should definitely look like we don't live what, here. <laughs> what percentage of Minnesotans when you come over, like drop the line, oh sorry, it's such a mess. A hundred percent. Right? Like even if even if like a repairman comes oh, over, yeah. I'm like yeah, sorry about the mess down there. Whatever, blah blah. You know, it's just like you ha- it's almost like this parenthetical requirement. Uh-huh. Even if I cleaned. Yeah. Even <laughs> if I like really cleaned hard. Oh, sorry, it's such a mess. It's you can't welcome people into your house without it. We have a sign next to the front of our front door of our house that says, Sorry about the mess we live here. Funny. And I still like I will dust underneath that and still say it. Funny. Okay, so that so that's my first thing is like Martha Stewart went in every nook and cranny of the Kardashians' home. Is that maybe they were like trying to get her expertise because she's such a home decor expert? No or no? It could have been, but I think there was something else that was. um, I don't know. I don't even know how to like. Yeah. I don't even know how to ease into this part of the story, Um, because apparently. The reason that Martha Stewart was over at the Kardashians' home was to talk, quote, and this is according to the caption of the Instagram post she made when she went to visit, to talk business and peacocks. What? Okay. Apparently, um, Martha Stewart was over there because Chloe, or because Kris Jenner wanted to buy a peacock. From Martha Stewart. Oh, I thought they were like going to collab on a show on, on the, Peacock the Peacock Network. Okay. No, she no. literally wanted to buy one of Martha Stewart's peacocks, okay. which begs a lot of questions, <laughs> none of which I have answers for. <laughs> but the first one is, am I high? What's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> this is your fever dream. Yeah, that's yeah. it. She wanted to buy a peacock. I have nothing else. That's it. Uh, When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Eric Perkins filling in. We're going to tell you about some crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things after this. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, Holly Roberts are off today. Eric Perkins, thank you so much for filling in. Day before Thanksgiving. I am just loving this. I was I so excited when you here. asked me. I was so like more than happy to jump over here and, and hop on for a few hours with you. It's, it's, I, I adore you and I think that you're awesome. Oh. So like when you asked me, I was like, oh, yes. I'm so glad you said yes. I, you were, I was like, Eric Perkins will fill in. And then I asked you, and you said yes. So I was really happy because yeah. this is a, no. This I got is some fun. all caps like reaction. Yeah, so you good. sure did. Yeah. This is also great too because Eric, you and I, we have filled in together, but it's been years. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I was so ecstatic to see you and to have you uh, come in here. And Mike is here keeping us on the air. The Mike. And this is the moment in the show. This is actually like my favorite part of our show, <laughs> where we tell you about dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid, idiots. Well then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Oh, that's crazy, stupid idiots. You know, they're to your right, they're to your left, and hopefully when you're looking in the mirror, one is not looking back at you. Uh, Frequently, we find them in the state of Florida. Uh, Because I I don't know what it is about Florida, but they grow a lot of crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah. Guess what? That's where we're going to begin. Of course. Mm -hmm. All too often. There is a reason why the Florida man meme is. Uh, and I, this guy, listen, 
We have like different brands of crazy, stupid idiots on the Colleen and Bradley show. And sometimes it's about what they say when they do the dumb thing. So this is a Florida guy who was pulled over for driving, get this, 110 miles per hour. That's so scary. Honestly, that's so scary. And there's so many places down there where you can air it out. But it's frightening because, like, as someone who has uh, a mom who's driving down Mm -hmm. there, still in her 80s, like, on the road... And there's a lot of elderly people down there that are like probably just like hanging on to that speed limit. And then all of a sudden these people are buzzing by twice the speed limit. It's terrifying. And you know how this is when you're driving down 94 and somebody comes around you and they're going and you know you're going over the speed yeah, limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, if I'm going over the speed yeah. limit and that person just whipped by me and all like six right. cars in front of me, yeah. how fast are they going? Exactly. Oof. Well, this guy was going 110 miles per hour when he was clocked uh, by the, uh, by the, uh, what are they called? Police? Troopers? <laughs> like, Patrol? Thank you. Okay. Oh, the law people. Anyway, yeah. they, um, they clocked him at 110 miles per hour. They pulled him over. And uh, found that he had a suspended license. And he was like, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And so he made a run for it. What? Oh. And he basically was playing Frogger across the interstate. Oh, no. Which all of this is dumb. Like bailed from the car, got out. And he was like, deuces. And he just took (laughs) off. Deuces. And was playing Frogger across Interstate 95. That is not a not busy road. Oh, wow. And this is where it. This All of that is dumb, but this is the crazy, stupid idiot moment. As he was running away, playing Frogger, crossing the street, mm-hmm. he turned over. Oh, thank you, Mike. <laughs> so imagine this. He's trying to dodge all the cars, and he looks over his shoulder at the cops and goes, sorry, apologizes to them. <laughs> so at least they knew he felt remorse, um, but of course they were able to um, catch up with him and... He was arrested, and actually, they found him shortly after, and that's oh wow, that's what we were doing. So I'm showing the mug shot, which just lets you know this is a person who was like look at those chiseled features. I know. Though. I feel like that guy could have actually, you know, been something. There is actually a video. <laughs> like you could have been some. There's a video of him like taking off, or a picture of him, and he's like right behind a dump truck. I mean, you can see this was a busy day. Uh, anywho, his name is Zachary Siebert, and uh, he was arrested. And um, I don't know if he'll be doing that again. Wow, wow. Yeah. And do you think the apology was for for speeding, or was it for uh, or saying, hey, I'm out, sorry, you can't catch me kind of thing? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. The way I read it and received it was as though he felt remorse. remorse. Uh-huh. And he knew that this was going to be a difficult uh, <laughs> catch for and, and hoping- the police. Hoping that a half-handed sorry would make them more lenient. Right. Yeah. Like, maybe they won't lock me up <laughs> as long if I just apologize. Uh, okay. So, usually, you know, we do we do a few of these crazy, stupid idiots. So, for this next one. Oh, look at this. We're staying in Florida. Jeez. This is where uh, Tampa police are looking for a guy who, you know what? Now that I look at this one, I don't think this guy is actually a crazy, stupid idiot. He's just a guy who broke into a Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, that's all. 
I'm not even going to tell the story. Just had to it's get, silly. Had to get some gravy. He just got into the Kentucky Fried Chicken and he rooted around. And the police are assuring the public that the eleven secret herbs and spices are still a secret. Thank God they're still intact. They don't know what he stole, but he did not steal the secret recipe of yeah. the Colonel. So that's all you need to know. Okay. That is all you need to know. Uh, I am very excited because Eric Perkins is here and uh, Mike is here. And uh, the three of us are hanging out today on your day before Thanksgiving. Usually at the end of the Colleen and Bradley show, we play a little game called the Throwback Live. Today, we are not going to play that game because it requires a lot of work for other people. Gotcha. And we are on a shoestring today here. By the way, uh, I do know that Julia is already off and Lori will be filling in with... Brittany, so we've got a lot of filling in happening. Yeah, but we're on the cusp of vacation. Here. We are on the cusp of yeah. vacation. We are going to actually play a different game, and here's how it's going to go, you guys. I have a bunch of Thanksgiving trivia. I am going to ask you some Thanksgiving-related trivia questions, like fun facts. Yeah, like fun facts, things that, and there are some. Like, listen, you two are my sports friends. Okay. I happen to know that there's at least one sports question. Nice. Let's go, Mike. Yeah. And that's going to be the one I'm going to be really counting on you to know the answer to. Uh, But I'm going to give you some Thanksgiving-style trivia, Mm -hmm. and that's how we're going to ride out the rest of this pre-Thanksgiving day show. Love it. Are you guys game? I'm so game when it comes to trivia. Good. So stay tuned for Turkey Day trivia when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Listen, that's Taylor Swift. I do not have tickets to her concert. Not that I'm bitter. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts is on vacation. Eric Perkins has been graciously filling in with me. Thank you so much. I cannot confirm nor deny that I may have Swifty tickets. Okay. I, I can't. I just can't. I I understand. I'm picking up what you're laying down. Also. If you did have them, right? But you, d- you can't. We don't know right. for sure. Yeah, of course you don't. Um, I would just want you to know you're really lucky, and uh, that must have been a long wait in line. <laughs> the, yeah, had, if that were the case, had that I don't been know. the case, had that been the case. Yeah, uh, Mike is here. He's been keeping us on the air. Hello, Mike. Hello. Mm. Okay, so the two of you. Usually here we do a little game called the Throwback Live. That uh, requires a lot of labor from a lot of people. And so we decided not to do that today. So instead, what we're doing is I have some Thanksgiving trivia. I don't know if you guys know, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. If you didn't know that, hurry up. What are you doing? (laughs) Like you got pies to make and stuff. But I have some Thanksgiving trivia and I thought, you know what? I'm going to ask these guys uh, some, some trivia questions about Thanksgiving and see if they know the answer. So um, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Because you guys both, you know sports. No Googling, Mike. No Googling. Googling. You got it. Nobody Googles. In fact, actually, now I'm like changing. I'm moving my screen because I want to make sure nobody cheats. All right. Here's the question. This is the sports question. Now, for those of you at home, you can play the home game. Also, take notes. Because this actually might be kind of a fun thing to do at the Thanksgiving table so that you don't talk about politics and other things. Okay, here's the question. What professional football team has played almost every Thanksgiving since 1934? Do we buzz in or what do we do? Yell your name. We both know this one. We both know that it's the Detroit Lions. Yes. How do you guys know that? Is that just like a thing? Like what is up? You guys are so weak. Not you guys. Like (laughs) like 
sports people are so weird to me. It's so like, how do you, is that just a known thing? Yes. Yep. Why? And Dallas has been added to the mix as well. So what? Yep. No, but it's but Detroit's been there yep. longer. So yep. yeah, it it was an easy answer here. That's a it's a Thanksgiving Day staple. Okay, mm-hmm. I know who I'm talking to. Uh-huh. So like, I I thought maybe you guys would know this. Yeah. But like, I again, I don't understand this. So this is a behavior of sports fans that is fascinating to me okay. is that it's not just the sport. It's all the weird factoids about this. This oh, isn't a yeah. weird one. I see what like, you're saying. All yeah. the factoids. So this is, this is something that happens at my house all the time. The, my husband can tell you the year that a game was played. He can tell you plays that happened in that game. Right. Like he can tell you, you know, everybody who was on the field at the time a play happened. Yeah, so and so missed a twenty-six yard field goal, blah, 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 and the score was sixteen to whatever. And I'm like, you're carrying like, that around, and still? yet you don't know, like very where we keep, right? You know, the, the juicer, right? And that's that's got to be maddening it for is someone that, yeah, extremely frustrating. The male brain is, yeah, it, it, the priorities. <laughs> Are out of whack sometimes. I'll I'll own that. It is very strange. The other thing that I find really strange, and I don't know if you guys are this way. Now I'm I'm going to get back to the Thanksgiving quiz, but I just am fascinated how quickly you both like knew that answer. <laughs> um, the other thing that I find so interesting about watching my husband watch sports, and actually now my sons are kind of getting into it. You'd actually think they were playing the game. Right. Right. How into it they get. Like my husband's really into soccer. And um, when he's watching a soccer game, the 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 excitement he feels when something good is well, happening. He must be in heaven with World Cup happening right 100%. now. hundred percent. Okay. Like he's like it's this is a moment. And by the way, did you see what happened in Germany today? I have no idea okay. what you're talking about. <laughs> but thank you for asking. Okay. <laughs> what did happen to Germany today? <laughs> it just got absolutely stunned by Japan. Okay. Yeah. Stunned. Well, there you go. Anyway, but but like but like, but does he I- ever use the phrase "we"? All like the time. when he's cheering for his team. All the time. So he's, I can't believe we did that. Yeah. We. He's a, he, like he's part of it. He is a right. Spurs fan. Yeah. And he literally, he's like, I can't believe we just, I'm like, you're not there. You're, <laughs> you're, in, the, you're in the sunroom on the couch. You're not playing. You know that, right? You've actually never played soccer. You know you're not an ever. assistant GM. No, Matt. no clue. It's mm-hmm. so funny. I just, okay, but okay. All right. So there you go. You guys were right. Uh, the th- the Thanksgiving Lions. The Detroit Lions have played almost every Thanksgiving since 1934. How about this? How about this? How, how, what's your parade knowledge like? That's my second question. Yeah, Macy's. What? Mm. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh. What city is home to the oldest Thanksgiving parade? Ooh. Yell out your name, and you can guess anything. Eric. Yes, Eric. Salem, Massachusetts. Great guess. Okay. Wrong. Okay. Uh, Mike, uh, your I, thoughts? I'll go with uh, New York. We'll say it's that one. Right. So that's what, you know, yeah. that's where you want to go. I no. Know. Okay. Philadelphia. Wow. Philadelphia, the that's... Gimbel Brothers department store. I don't even know what that is. The Gimbel Big Brothers? Yeah. Big fan. Uh, they started a Thanksgiving parade in 1920 with only 50 people present. There were 15 cars and a fireman dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, and that has been the longest running Thanksgiving parade. Still going to this day. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, Over 100 years for the Gimbel so. Brothers? Yeah, they've okay. just been like, you know, they stopped it. You know, they have, it's not been a consistent parade. But yes, 
They've been doing it for quite some time. And they actually were the inspiration behind the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's a great fun fact. I know. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, how about this? Uh, let's do this one. Uh, what pre- What did President Kelvin Coolidge famously receive as a Thanksgiving gift? Mike. Mike. I actually know this one, Raccoon. This is a callback to an earlier segment. Shut up. It is a a How do you know that? How do you know that? How do you know that? I've been doing morning radio for a while, (laughs) so you know a lot of stupid fun facts about Thanksgiving. We've done this list a a couple of times. A live raccoon. In November of 1926, Vinnie Joyce of Mississippi sent Kelvin Coolidge a live raccoon to be served Oh, dear. As Thanksgiving (laughs) dinner. Yikes. But here's where it gets fun. The president became so smitten with the raccoon Mm -hmm. that he pardoned it and then adopted it as a pet. The name of his pet raccoon was Rebecca. Oh, dear. I know. I did not know that one. Okay, so, Mike, that was impressive. I was here. You saw me. That was seriously impressive. I'm still on. I'm still on eating a raccoon. I know, and I. He, I'm doing a hand check. Mike did not Google a thing. I've seen both of his hands the whole time. Well, that so would that, have been way too fast. I, that, was that was insane. <laughs> impressive. That was very, very. Uh, that was good job. Thank okay. You. Uh, how about this? Uh, what do Thanksgiving and the song "Mary Had a Little Lamb" have in common? Anyone? Just doing it in my head here. Um, mm-hmm. um, on Thanksgiving, the fleece is white as snow. No. Oh. <laughs> Got anything? I have absolutely no idea. I, this one is interesting. I have no idea. I wouldn't have known this one either. They were both created by the same woman. Ooh. Okay. What? I know. I know. So it's a little bit of a stretch. There is a writer and editor by the name of was, she's no longer with us, Sarah Josepha Hale. She's the person who convinced President Abraham Lincoln to officially declare Thanksgiving okay. a holiday. Interesting. Uh, after it had been lobbied for over three decades. Uh, and she also was the founder of American Ladies Magazine. She was the person who wrote Mary Had a Little Lamb. There That's you know. amazing. I know. That's not too much of a stretch. That's I know. Phenomenal. It's, I mean, it's a little bit like, but I, that is, that's some good stuff. Okay. Wow. Can you imagine the royalties? I know, right? If only. Having written Mary Had a Little Lamb. If only. Okay, Okay, ready? Here's another one. A Thanksgiving turkey mix-up inspired what popular meal trend? I know. Mike. The turducken? Oh, that's a great guess, but it is incorrect. Gotcha. Stuffing. Also incorrect. Mm. Frozen TV dinners. So here's what happened. In 1953, a Swanson's employee uh, ordered a large shipment of Thanksgiving turkeys. Uh, And when they took, okay, so they they, they had ordered 260 tons of Thanksgiving turkeys. They had an excess of turkeys that particular year, right? (laughs) So one of the salesmen that worked for Swanson's came up with the idea of filling 5,000 aluminum trays with the turkey, along with the cornbread dressing, the gravy, and the sweet potatoes, 
And then they froze it, and those they sold them for ninety eight cents per meal. Oh wow! Isn't that interesting? And TV dinners were born. The 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 frozen TV dinner that has become a mainstay of the American household <laughs> all happened because of too many turkeys. Uh, okay, and let's let's uh, let's let's see. Let's do this one. How many turkeys do Americans prepare each Thanksgiving? Oh wow! Americans. Americans. Okay. Um, Ballpark. 18.6 million. Um, That's a no. 1.8 million. 46 million turkeys get made on Thanksgiving, which is fascinating because of my house. We don't make turkey anymore. Not a fan of turkeys. Do you make turkey on Thanksgiving? We try not to. No, I don't like it. Do you do turkey on Thanksgiving? Our family does. Yeah. So that's like the traditional meal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, like, I've found more and more, and I don't know if people are just getting more comfortable with not always having to have turkey on Thanksgiving. Uh, but, like, I've, I hear from a lot of people who are like, yeah, we're trying something new this year. Yeah, yeah we don't do the turkey thing. But 46 million people Think about that. make turkey. Yeah. On, and yet, in the city of Minneapolis, I see turkeys walking around all the time. Oh, my gosh. Have you noticed that? Yes. What is that? I don't know. But, like, uh, early November... I I saw a a flock um, or whatever it's called um, of about thirty walking through my neighbor's yard. Okay, that is that's frightening. It's on my Instagram. It's crazy. That is wild. It's crazy. It just didn't stop. They just kept coming. I'm like, where are these guys coming from? And like gals. And then where do they go? Like, do they like they sort of do they? I don't know how turkeys operate. So like, do they do they like make a home in a certain area and then they're always there? So, like, do those 30 turkeys, oh, yeah, like, hang like, in the area? Yeah. Do they have, like, a, a fort or something? Or do they, yeah, or do they just, like, wander yeah. all over? And are they flock question. birds? Like, what's the deal with turkeys? Just real real quick, yeah. rafter is actually what a group of turkeys are referred to a as. A rafter? That is the collective noun term of a group of turkeys. I did not know that. I, like I thought it was, like, I actually was going to say gaggle. Mm-hmm. They're not the smartest animals. <laughs> no, they're not. They're really not. Yeah. I I was driving on the parkway one day, and a turkey was crossing the road, and that's not a joke. Like, there's no... He was trying to get to the other side, but it's not a joke. <laughs> and I'm driving, and the turkey gets up really close to my car, but, like, to the point where I can't see where it is, right? Yes. Because it's, like, under my mirrors. Yes, and you don't want to run it over. And I don't want to be a murderer. I'm not right. in the mood. And this turkey, and I just had to stop my car because I... And just wait. And, and wait for the damn but turkey. But now you're in danger because you're on the parkway in a stopped car. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I got a And, like, you can honk, and that thing doesn't care. Hmm. It literally... Turkeys do not give a bleep about anything. Yeah. <laughs> they just sort of hang there. So, anyway, it took me... It literally took, like, minutes. I was late to work, and I did actually blame the turkey. Uh, thank you for listening to my turkey story. Everybody enjoy your turkey dinner. If that's what you so choose, you and 46 million other people. Eric Perkins, it has been nothing but a pleasure. Colleen, thank you so much for including me today. So proud of you oh, on, your, on your big announcement on Monday and um, wish you nothing, nothing but the best. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you as well. Lori and Julia coming up next. Bye. <laughs>